Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I am your host, Jen Amos, and I'm really excited, as I always am when I do the show, because it means that I get to interact with another incredible person in the entrepreneurial business owner space. So today I have with me Raymond McKenzie, also known as Ray for short. He is the founder and CEO of Starting Point, which is a SaaS service management and delivery platform for companies and teams. Ray is also the founder and managing director of Red Beach Advisors, which is a technology management consulting group focused on strategy, operational efficiency, and digital transformation. He has more than 20 years of experience as a senior business executive leader and consultant leading global leading global organizations ranging from small businesses, startups, and large enterprises. Ray, welcome to the show. All right. Thank you for having me, Jen. Yeah, we're very happy to have you here. Uh, you know, I feel like a lot has changed given current times in the pandemic. Uh, I just want to check in with you. How are things going? Like, what does your new normal look like nowadays? Gosh, I think um, out here in California, everything's different every day. <laughs> everything's a bit yeah. different. So it's, um, you know, it's a combination between obviously the pandemic with COVID. Um, mm-hmm. We also obviously are going through a period of some wildfires across the state and yeah. across the West Coast. So there's a lot of different things that are happening, uh, you know, and then obviously the fears of COVID obviously increasing or spiking in the fall. So, you know, I think, uh, you know, myself and my family, you know, we are adjusting, you know, adjusting correctly. You know, we've got the kids and they're doing digital learning here at school, Mm. here at home. And so Mm -hmm. that's an adjustment. And then, you know, my wife and I obviously working from home together now. And Mm so, you know, all of that is kind of part of the adjustment and uh, in kind of the, uh, what people could call the new normal, I guess. But, yeah. you know, it's how it's how life is right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Tell me, do you feel like you're more like you appreciate this time more than maybe pre-COVID or is it maybe like a, a mixed bag of feelings and and everything? I'd say it's, it's interesting because I started um you know, I started, uh, we founded Starting Point and, mm-hmm. you know, that's a software that it took a, about nine to 12 months to build. Mm-hmm. And so COVID hit in the middle of us finishing development, which was wow. beneficial for us because it allowed us to kind of sit down and narrow in and focus. Mm-hmm. And then also we got quite a bit of time with the kids too. Mm-hmm. So it allowed us to spend quite a bit of great time with the kids. Obviously now they're home see them every day. We all get our hugs. We all are are just kind of having a good time and everybody's moving forward. Mm -hmm. So I'd say there's some good to it. Um, a lot more good. And it's, it's kind of what you make it to a certain extent. It's like, Hey, if you're, if you're able to adapt and you know, your life allows you to kind of have some success or work on projects or kind of buckle down and focus on different items Mm -hmm. right now is the perfect time because you almost have nowhere to go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, you, you might as well get something done. So <laughs> man, it, it works itself out. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. My husband and I, we don't have kids. And I mean, we f- I feel fortunate, but also maybe not fortunate. I, I hear now that the um, 
like the, the, I, I won't get into the details, but just like women who want to have kids, right? Actually, I'll get into it. So I, I hear that the <laughs> banks right now are full because there's a lot of women trying to like freeze their eggs at this time because like dating is really difficult. This is like totally, wow. totally off topic, by the way, but I saw a video about this recently. Anyway, I, so I'm not, I don't know if it's a good thing or bad thing that we don't have kids, but the point is we don't have kids right now. And, you know, we're business owners. We've worked from home for, for years uh, together. And uh, I really feel like this time has made us extremely, like even more productive because there's not that pressure of, and we're both introverts. So there's not that pressure of having to go to meetings, you know, drive out and see people or travel as much. It's like, Oh, let's just go on a zoom call. And yes, you can get zoom fatigue, but you know, in the grand scheme of things, if, if we were going to be in a pandemic in any time in history, I would choose this one. Yeah. And the time, the time is what you make it. You know, if you've got projects, if you've got books, if you've got concepts, if you've got companies that you want to launch, right now is the time to do it. Um, yeah. And because for the most part, you have time, you don't have to commute, you know, you can do a lot of virtual business. Mm-hmm. And people are obviously open to that. Yeah. And so, you know, right now is the time to do that. Yeah, absolutely. So Ray, let's talk a little bit more about the starting point, because you did mention that this was a software program you've been working on for a couple of months now. And it sounds like it was supposed to like really launch at the beginning of the pandemic. So, you know, given the situation or, or what have you, uh, for people that are hearing about it for the first time, for people that are hearing about it for the first time, talk a little bit about who's it for and how it benefits them. Gosh, yeah, definitely. So my background, I spent, uh, I I say, 15 years in corporate America working for early stage and Mm -hmm. and publicly traded companies, Mm -hmm. leading a lot of global organizations focused around service delivery, strategy, and operations. And so leading into that, I started my management consulting firm about six years ago, focused on strategy, operations, and digital transformation through technology. And as I was working with a lot of these companies and clients of ours that range from enterprise level companies down to SMBs or smaller businesses, I noticed that there was a significant gap between a lot of the enterprise companies and SMB companies. And not not so much in name and dollars, but more so availability of tools and technology that could help them grow their business effectively Mm -hmm. and really streamline operations. And one of the challenges that small businesses have is, you know, they don't really have the tools to scale appropriately. Mm-hmm. You know, if it takes you four hours to do a task and it takes a larger company one hour to do a task, that larger company is going to be able to accomplish more, get more done, earn more revenue. So I wanted to develop a tool that could help small to medium-sized companies in mid-market and even enterprise-level companies really streamline operations to just be more efficient and effective. Mm -hmm. And so Starting Point is a service management and delivery platform that does just that. It's designed to manage and control everything after you receive a customer or close Mm -hmm. a customer. So the onboarding process, the project management process, the service management process of customer service and support uh, and the customer success process to make sure that your customer is happy. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to develop a tool that, you know, could be deployed within one hour, which it can, and you don't need any coding, you don't need IT resources, and every action inside the platform takes a maximum of four clicks. Mm. So it's not ultra complex. And so, you know, with one of the challenges that I heard when I was, you know, building and developing the concept for the software was that we just need something that's easy to use, that our teams can implement and, 
you know, we don't have to be technical. We don't need to hire a consultant. We don't need to take two to four to eight weeks to implement this inside the company. Mm. We need something that we can drop in that can immediately provide value. And that's really what starting point is. I think that's a fantastic. That is like um, creating an equal playing field for small businesses to feel like a big business. Yeah, that's well, that's one of the drivers, which mm. is how do you equip businesses with tools that can make the small to mid market company look and feel and operate like an enterprise level company. Mm. That's and if you could do that, and you can close that gap. You know, for businesses, it it helps immensely. Yeah, definitely. Do you want to share a little bit about maybe some client testimonials or some companies who've benefited from the starting point so far? Yeah, definitely. We've got um, one of our clients is a marketing um, company, consulting mm-hmm. company, and obviously they've got consultants that are, are spread out obviously during COVID. So mm-hmm. when we developed starting point, starting point was the driver was you could have everybody in the office and just have a centralized system that everybody used. Mm-hmm. Then COVID hit and they accelerated the use case. Because now that it's a SaaS platform, anybody from anywhere can use the platform at any time within your company. Hmm. And so for that marketing company, they're like, this allows us to centralize all of our requests and services from our customers. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it allows them to make sure nothing drops on the floor for them. Hmm. And so they don't miss any requests at all. And that's uh, a company named Sand and Shores. Um, based out of uh, Los Angeles, California. Then we have another one um, who actually utilizes Starting Point to manage not only service management, but also team performance management. Mm -hmm. So uh, they're a company named EmployBridge. And they use us because they receive a ton of service requests from 30 different locations and sites into one central team. Mm-hmm. And that team is distributed now across multiple places and they're taking requests from all different angles. And so before they were just managing via email. Mm. The challenge with that is things were dropping on the floor. You can't measure SLAs, can't measure response times. You don't know who's responding to what and there's no priority. So starting point allows them to ingest all of those inquiries inside the platform. Mm -hmm. And then it also allows the team to know where they're performing, benchmarking, SLAs, timing, priority, and helps them kind of streamline how efficient they're working on task on a day-to-day basis. Then for their management, because they're a mid-market company, Mm -hmm. it allows them to have visibility Mm top-down in terms of what they're doing. So they're able to see... um, Who's responding to inquiries? How many? How many requests are coming in at a specific time? Um, all of the items that allow them to drive better performance and better service for their internal customers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thank you for giving a couple of those examples. I'm sure for our listeners, if they hear a little bit of themselves and those testimonials, I'm sure they would be uh, happy to reach out to you. It sounds like you really put a lot of thought and heart into uh, this software program, Ray. And I'm curious, uh, what do you feel? What do you, what are you most proud of 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 having starting points so far? Gosh, I'd say you know the challenge is there's there's a difference. Being an entrepreneur is 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 very challenging in itself. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> right. Most and most people who probably listen or don't listen may, may or may not know. You mm-hmm. know, I started out with a management consulting firm, mm-hmm. which started when I already had two clients. So I kind of fell into consulting. Mm. And then building a software is a completely different exercise than running just a regular service-based business. Like 
you know, you're developing code, you're developing solutions that has to make sure it works functionally. And then once you have something that works, you've got to be able to deliver it to market and customers and clients. Mm-hmm. And that is a big hurdle in itself. And so, you know, launching a new software is almost probably 10 to 12 different major projects in themselves. Mm. One. And so what I'm most proud of is just kind of getting it to market. I think Mm. that's the biggest thing was just being able to actually deliver the software to customers and clients and people who are interested. And that was like the biggest hurdle. Now, obviously, the other hurdle is continuing to grow. Yeah. And and, and that's that's a challenge most entrepreneurs have in its own right. Yeah, definitely. Um, Now, it sounds like you have put a lot of thought and you've been very methodical about it. And now that it's out there, it's like, yay. And and now it's just a matter of growing it and uh, building sustainability. So thank you so much for sharing a little bit more or telling us more about the starting point and um, how it's beneficial to small businesses and mid-sized businesses. As I mentioned earlier, it sounds like it's like the great equalizer, you know, for these businesses, um, especially if they don't want to spend so much time, um, you know, establishing an, uh, an operation system or an onboarding system? Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a tool that drives immediate value for companies. Mm-hmm. You know? And it, it's affordably priced for companies to be able to use it that are small and mid-market size. Um, you know, it's, it's, we don't charge via a standard kind of SaaS model of users and customers and things like that. It's a flat monthly license fee. So we really wanted to make the experience as simple as possible for business owners. We know what the challenges are. Yeah. I know what they are. So because I've worked with them for 20 plus years. And mm-hmm. then I also had the challenge myself as an entrepreneur with my consulting firm. Yeah. So that was kind of the initial premise of needing the platform along yeah. with having a lot of SaaS tools out there. And then I'm paying for four to five different subscriptions. Mm. And with starting point, you can get all of that primarily in one. Fantastic. You know, speaking of consulting, um, we also did mention at the beginning that you are the founder and managing director at Red Beach Advisors. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and the type of um, clientele you have for the Red Beach Advisors? Yeah, so Red Beach Advisors uh, kind of, <laughs> it's interesting. That story, I, I was working for a company based here in Los Angeles and, and doing a bit of global strategy and service delivery for them. Mm-hmm. And what occurred was, I had a couple of CEOs I knew previously in my career and they reached out to me and said, Hey, we need help growing and scaling our companies. Can you help? Mm. And I was like, well, okay, yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll try. I, I can, but you know, I've got this full-time job and mm. I'm doing this over here. So I, I was like, okay, let's do it. Let's just try it. Let's do it. Let's see. And that's how I fell into love, you know, fell in love with consulting. Mm. I actually went out and led projects I wanted to work on innovative items, work with great people and great teams. And then Red Beach Advisors continued to grow. Mm-hmm. And so it originally started out as just helping companies kind of drive operational efficiency inside of their business. So it was process, procedure, um, you know, workflows, systems, uh, leaning into technology, of course. Mm-hmm. And then through that, it led into more of the three pillars, which I discussed earlier, which is strategy, you know, corp- business and corporate strategy, go to market strategy, and then marketing strategies, and then operational efficiency focused around lean, Six Sigma, um, agile methodologies through project and product management. 
Mm-hmm. And then digital transformation through technology, which led into cybersecurity, which is a big background of mine, cloud computing, and software as a service tools. Mm. And so through all of those, you know, we've been able to work with, we started out with kind of some mid-market companies, smaller to mid-market companies, and then we've gone into the enterprise space. And we do quite a bit of work with Fortune 500, Fortune 1000, Global 2000 companies mm-hmm. um, in various areas. Um, and, and, and those specifically those three pillars of services. Mm-hmm. And so now it's, it's my team. I've got a team of five other consultants that are distributed around the United States. Obviously now my time is primarily focused on starting point, but mm-hmm. my consultants are still working with customers and clients of ours. Um, people can visit our website, www.redbeachadvisors.com. Um, they can see some of our clients we've worked with AWS, we've worked with Microsoft, we've worked with Hewlett Packard, we've mm. worked with um, Cargill, we've worked with State Farm Insurance. Um, there's, there's quite a bit of, of large companies we've worked with and also smaller companies. Mm. And the benefit of working with smaller companies is you're able to move faster innovate quicker you know mm. they're open to more different different ideas and and it's beneficial for them just as much awesome well ray you sound very accomplished to me and it sounds like you are doing <laughs> good work out there and uh i just uh it sounds like you know operations is uh, your forte and i'm curious if uh that could be let's say considered annoying at home like if, if you do operations <laughs> so tell me i mean if you don't mind to touch a little bit like you know at home how's that like <laughs> But then it was like, stop organizing our house. So we are, we are, yeah, I do. I am a bit OCD-ish. Um, I, I'd say, uh, you know, I can listen to the same song 20, 30 times in a row. Um, I can, all of my papers are, are aligned and, and not all scattered and out of, out of order. Yeah. Um, I do, I do think logically about a lot of things. So process and, and workflow and, why don't you do things this way? And yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> my wife looks at me crazy all the time. And is like, well, I, I didn't think about that. Why is that important? Blah, right. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, you know, why didn't you do it that way? <laughs> it's just kind of, kind of how things think. And then we've got, gosh, my oldest son who just went back to college in New York. And then we've mm-hmm. got a 12-year-old son and 10-year-old twins here. Mm-hmm. So they're all kind of picking up pieces of all of these you know, weird things I have wrong with me. So, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Know, I mean, you know, that's the question of the house is you know, <laughs> why, why didn't you do it this way? Yeah, <laughs> so. oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I was just thinking, um, it reminds me of uh, my husband's dad, who was very like, I mean, I mean, he wasn't like diagnosed OCD, but he definitely was very OCD. And I think that you would think that, um, you know, like, like father, like son, but you know, my husband ended up being the really disorganized one. <laughs> and I think it was just, he just didn't <laughs> like how rigid his dad was. And yet, you know, he ended up marrying someone like me who uh, loves organization. So that's, uh, you know, they say they marry, they say you marry your parents. So here we are. Um, but Ray, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, speaking with you. Do you have any closing thoughts for our business owners and entrepreneurs that are listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur? Yeah, I'd say uh, there's a couple of core principles um, for entrepreneurs. Um, mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people can can kind of share that and think about that. But, um, you know, the one thing is continue to meet people as much as possible. Mm. Um, continue to network. Mm-hmm. Um, even if we, even if some of us are extroverts or some of us are introverts, you know, mm-hmm. I tell people, one of the sayings I have is you have to eat, I have to eat, we might as well eat together. And so, 
you know, let's have lunch, let's have a meal, whether it's virtual and let's just talk and get to know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is I, I'd say be willing to ask for help, mm-hmm. you know, like it, nobody knows everything in running a business. And there's so many things that come across in running a company mm-hmm. that people don't understand or they're not strong at. And mm. so understand what you're strong at, understand what you're not strong at. And then what you're not strong at, find people who can competently help you and that you can trust. Um, and then the other thing I'd say is, you know, have fun doing it. Yeah. You know, have love fun, it. which is, you know, uh, love it, you know, love the innovation, love the building, love the process, love the pains, um, continue to enjoy it and go through it. And then if you, once you stop doing that, move on to something different. If you don't, you know, mm. just, it's all about loving what you do as much as possible. Beautiful. Well, once again, we have Ray McKenzie, the founder and CEO of Starting Point, also the founder and managing director of Red Beach Advisors. You can learn more about him at either startingpoint.ai or his other website, redbeachadvisors.com. Ray, thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure having having this conversation with you today. All right. Thank you, Jen. I enjoyed the time and thank you for having me on Thoughtful Entrepreneur. Yes, my pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm -hmm.